Dreamers Welcome Podcast. Dreamers Welcome Podcast. We are back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I go by CEO Peso, blessed and highly favored. Appreciate y'all tuning in live from Move Media. We have a significant podcast. That sound like I'm hating on other motherfuckers, but <laughs> nah, but this one is deep though. Shouts out to my companion, Dre shot this. Yes, sir. He put it on deck. And uh, I would like for you to introduce yourself to the What's audience. up, what's up, what's up? My, I'm just oh, look, let's get to it. Let's get to <laughs> it. I am Jerrica Hoskins, the CEO of Arcani Coil Care, um, a multi-million dollar brand built Right here in Dayton, Ohio. Come on, we professional. You know, natural hair products, all that good stuff. Black nothing. owned. Black owned, nothing major. Black on the salon, on my building, nothing. Period, <laughs> period. <laughs> nah, I love the Todd look. But now nah, I appreciate you coming on the flat, uh, platform. Um, I've recently heard about you, I to say within the last couple of months, actually whenever you and Dre started doing doing work. And, okay. um, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of stuff, but then, he mentioned getting you on the podcast, and however that worked out, he got you on here and just going off of your history. What he been saying, he speaks very highly of you, by the oh, way. Thank you, Drake. But um, nah, it's just dope, and uh, you know, I just want to just you know, you drop some gems, you tell your story, you be as transparent as you want, and we gonna okay, we gonna talk it out. But uh, first off, how are you feeling? I feel great. I feel like I just got off work. Doing hair is very ghetto. I, I read zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. do you ever do you so you force your time you forced to have time off or do you always think you're working constantly? I'm always working. Like uh I just did some locks and the entire time I was doing her hair, I had to call a machine company. I just bought a machine from mm. because my warehouse couldn't figure out how to use the machine to bottle edge control. Right. Because the people Ooh. who I bought the machine from that was six thousand dollars. Didn't send instructions. Don't leave that price out. So while I'm <laughs> call, cause that, you would think it come with instructions on, on that on that much. Yeah, this okay. ain't no YouTube tutorial. So I'm calling. I'm, it's never work. Never ends for me. Yeah, because I was just out of town working, and um, and I I just kind of noticed like fuck, I can't even. I had to force myself to enjoy some shit. Because yeah. I was still out of town working, but I had like a day or two to really parlay. And I'm like, damn, I'm so still... So I will say, this summer I was definitely outside. Like this past summer, mm-hmm. very drug dealer-ish. Like my friend had <laughs> Interesting. me... Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. she had me in a lot of different cities spending a lot of uh, money. I'll never do it again. But mm-hmm. like over the summer, I did take time where I didn't... I ran my business, but it's not as like... Hard as I am now, but I'm working this hard, so I can't do it again this summer. It's weird. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, it's second nature though. Yeah, Man, you you dominating, you dominating. Yeah. Um. So, a little bit of your background, just your upbringing, where you're from, okay. for the people who just does don't know who you are at all. Okay, so I am from Dayton, Ohio. Um, I grew up everywhere. You would think that I was like a military kid as much as we moved. But like out of Ohio, just different cities. And no, shit. literally inside of Ohio. Uh, okay, <laughs> but, but on the military kids. Yeah, yeah, inside yeah. of Dayton. Like yeah. I moved to my mom moved a lot. Um, I I was with my mom until I was like fourteen years old. Uh, I went into foster care around fifteen. Um, I was an at risk youth. Uh, I went through a lot as a child. Um, I went through homelessness. So like, as 18, a child. Not oh, as a child, like right. once I was on my own. Um, I I was cool for a little bit, and after I had my son, my oldest son, he's 13 now, 
uh, we was definitely sleeping out of my car, like for a, a few months, and then trying to you know stay with people here and there, but that don't that don't really work out. Um, I bet they regret it now, but Say it's that. like Ooh, I, I love her energy. Home <laughs> like homeless, staying in a shelter. Like I always tell people, like when they first built Right Stop Plaza, mm. like Cam, me and my son slept there, like on a bench for a couple nights. I think they finished it in like November and we were sleeping down there. So on a uh, bench outside. Yes, it was I like that was like a rock bottom. That was like when I was doing I'm like, man, you see this shit on movies like yeah, that's where it's said. Pursuit like, of happiness. Fucking will. No, for real. <laughs> I got I got to ask you that on a selfish question though because I I had a I, when I first moved to Atlanta I had a sense of like homelessness, it, not really homeless, but it was just an uncomfortable setting that I was forced to be in because yeah. I didn't want to like give up in a sense. Like I didn't yeah. want to move back to Dayton at all. Like not no disrespect to Dayton, but it just was like fuck it. <laughs> no, so no. you going through that, I just want to know like what is like you comparing it like this should sit on movies and everything, but knowing that knowing you at rock bottom, what's the what's the mentality of like keeping it moving? Like I'm getting out of this shit. Okay, I always, I've always done hair. I got paid to do hair the first time when I was like 11 years old. So I knew I had a skill, mm -hmm. but I didn't have like the stability to like operate in that skill. So I knew I could get us out of it, but I needed help. Like I needed a little bit of help, like somewhere. Like, I need to do somebody's hair. Like do somebody's <laughs> hair me. somewhere that me and my son can like lay our heads. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and I ain't got to worry about nothing. So. I remember we stayed at St. Vincent one night. Uh, that's downtown Dayton. Man, that was crazy. Like, every anything that was going through at that time, I just kept telling myself, like, man, my son cannot grow up like this. Like, I got to make something happen. So it was like my motivation was my child. Like, Absolutely. He, he right there with you through it. Through it. Like, I remember changing his diaper one time and – Man, like, I could see his, like, pelvic bone. He was so small because mm. I couldn't feed him. Right. Like, mm. I was still in baby food from Walgreens. Like, Yo. I was literally, like, wow. trying hey, to survive. When you when you down like that, like, I hate to admit it, but that's when you get the most creative of, like, finessing and pulling okay, shit off. Finesse. Okay, well, I mean, but still, though, but you, it, your mind is going to, yeah, that, like, that by any means, mind by, Yeah, it was by any means. Yeah, that shit like, hit Deep when because it's I like, was all he had. I was all he had. So I ended up like uh, in the domestic violence shelter because uh, his bitch ass daddy. But I ended up in a domestic violence shelter and uh, we stayed there for like three or four months. And that was literally like the trampoline for me. Like mm -hmm. it was like, okay, this is this is what it is. Like and I used to fill up this Rubbermaid bin full of water to bathe him in. Like, cause I want to, it was like a community shower type situation. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to give him some sense of normalcy. Like, yeah. so, uh, I remember one night when I drug it down to my room, though, I'm like, and it's whack as fuck. Like, I got to get out of here. Like, <laughs> and I prayed. I'm like, look, I'm like, father, like I put my son to bed or whatever. Uh, I'm like, I was on my face. I was like, if you get me out of this father, like I'll mm -hmm. spend my whole life serving you. Like, just please get me out of this. Mm -hmm. And from there on, it was like, 
everything just started happening. I ended up getting my own apartment. It was not the best. Like, I, people look at my now, and they have no idea, like, I stayed downtown at the, the Holden House. Y'all know what the Holden House is? Not aware mm-hmm. of it. It's literally, like, where all the old crackheads live. Dang. Like, <laughs> bed bugs, roaches. Like, it was deplorable. Like, but my rent was only $25 a month. Like, I ended up getting a car. Somebody did my taxes. I got a car from somebody. Um, and it was, like, a little help. Like Yeah, I mean, but... But it was like a gold, I ain't gonna say gold mine, but just compared to how you was compared bouncing to, around. Yeah, yeah, like yeah it, was it was like, a, okay. Like, the elevator, like, it was, because it was like, I think it was like 15 floors or something like that. Mm. But the elevator always smelled like piss, like that beer piss. Mm. Like, like. Drunk crack. Drunk, yeah. like. <laughs> and I'll be holding my son. I'll stand in the middle of that elevator like, bro, like, this is my life right now. But I'm like, it's going to get better. I, I, would, I would tell myself, like, it's going to get better. If COVID exists back then, it would have been. Well, I was just thinking that was worse than COVID. <laughs> no, it literally would have been in that elevator. <laughs> but, um, Damn. Sheesh. During that time, though, I also met my husband. I wasn't looking for a husband, though, but I met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a rapper. And I never dated, like, people that was in the streets. I never did that. So I was very, uh, he told me like the different thing about me was he tried to tell me his rap name. It mm. was his name. And I said, nigga. Oh, like that was his actual name. Yeah. He told me, he like, yeah. My, I said, what's your name? He like sticks. I said, nigga, what's your name? Like who, who you talking uh, to? I didn't pull that a few times. I mean, <laughs> I, don't play my, that. I, I didn't pull my nickname of like, no, that's really it. Literally don't play them games. <laughs> nah. Um, but, I feel them though, but yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, so I got that first government, first and last government name, right. social security number, ID number. Uh, oh, get yeah. yeah, the whole identity. Uh, yeah, didn't even know who the hell I'm around. But he like to this day he tells people the story of how, like when we first met, he like, what are you doing down here? Because like he, of course he came to my house. I didn't want to show him my house, but I'm like, fuck it. What's up? Uh, so he like, you and your kid living like this? I'm like, this is what we got to do for now. I'm like, I'm going to be Madam CJ Walker, though. Mm. And he like, okay, period, you know. Um, I'm like, I just got to get into hair school. I'm like, once I get into hair school and da-da-da, like, it's, it's going to go for me. Mm. We ended up, like, getting married, like, 11 months later. Um, 11 months later. Yeah, we've been married for 11 years. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you talking about fate, and then you you bringing him into somewhere that he could have been judgmental or whatever the case is. But he was going through his own little struggle or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. we both. It was the perfect storm. We both met at like the perfect times in our lives. Like the pivot happened, like almost simultaneously. Like he was in the streets. I'm like, you need to go get a trade. Like, you need to stop doing that and go to school or something. Like, what are you doing? You have on that vision of getting the fuck up so out of that shit. He got up out the streets. He supported me. I went to school. Man, I was in at Carousel for four years. I got a PhD in here. But <laughs> I kept getting pregnant. I kept, stuff just kept happening to, like, deter me from graduating. So, mm-hmm. um, everybody, like, like I said, they be on, in my business on the outside looking in, like, they think that my husband just came on yeah. the scene, like, and <laughs> nigga was sleeping on the floor with me at one point. Why. Like, it's when I went to school, I didn't have to work, I didn't have to do nothing. Like, he supported me in in all of that. Like, yeah. 
no matter how long it took me. Like, I ain't had to worry about a bill or nothing. So my mindset has always been, like, I knew what potential I had. I knew, like, I knew what I had in me. Like, this is what's going to give my family the life that they deserve. Absolutely. So, you know, everything, everybody go through shit or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I remember, like, he was, where was he working at? Uh, shit. He was working. What was it, 2016? I say, like, June of 2016, I'm like, hey. I'm like, I'm about to start making hair products. Mm. And he like, girl. I'm like, no, for real. He like, I mean, well, you did say you was going to be going to CJ Walker. I said, I'm about to do that shit. But so, I procrastinated. So hair products came before you own, like, a salon or a building? No, kind of. Around the same time? Like, that all, everything... Man, the Most High is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. everything, it was like the Big Bang. Word. Everything happened around the same time. That's like, lit. I became a salon owner, like, October of 2016. Mm-hmm. But the way I became a salon owner. Do tell. <laughs> okay, so, boom. <laughs> I, I used to work under this lady. Uh, I ain't going to say her name, but mm-hmm. she was old, She was older than me. Um, She was my mentor in here. Like, Mm -hmm. I shadowed her in hair school when I was in high school. I Mm -hmm. shadowed her in hair school when I was an adult. Like, she followed me my entire cosmetology journey. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when I first got out of cosmetology school, I worked with her. And I was her shampoo girl. Mm -hmm. And I was doing hair, nails. I was doing everything. And she like, Jerrica, like, focus on something. Like, Mm -hmm. so I ended up, like, getting a position to manage a salon. Okay. Mm-hmm. I worked there for three months, y'all. They done pulled a scam, and it had somebody come in and vandalized the shop. They touched everything but my stuff. So I'm like, what? And you guys are gonna. So you already get hated on right here. Like yeah, right but there? it wasn't. They. I feel like it, they just didn't want to keep the salon open. They didn't want to pay for it. So they was trying to get insurance money and close the mm, shop. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's deep. That's the, the, nigga. <laughs> when I say series of unfortunate events, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna say that name. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that name. That's messy. Okay, so <laughs> I ended up, I ended up getting into another shop. Uh, everybody, everybody knows where Jericho worked. Y'all went to the salons I worked at because I've been doing y'all's hair for years. So the the second salon I went to, it started off cool. Yeah. Like me and the girl was hitting it off, like. She was teaching me stuff. I was teaching her stuff. We was mm. both young, yeah. coming up in the hair industry. And when I tell you, it don't. People like the idea of like being my friend and being associated with me, mm-hmm. but the intimidation mm-hmm. that be there after a while is like you can yeah. do it too. Like I'm literally showing. I don't care. I'm. Not, I've never been the type of female that's like, well, if I'm doing it, you can't do it. I'm going to show you how to do it. Yeah. But don't be mad if I'm, like, doing laughing. A, you yeah, got to put it in work, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, man, I would have these dreams, okay? Mm-hmm. And this one time I had a dream. And I'm like, I came to work the next day. I said, girl, I had a dream about you. Like, well, I said, you literally closed this shop without telling none of us. And you was packing your stuff, and I was, like, yelling your name, and you was ignoring me. What? And her face was like. What? Hold up. So. Finish the story. No, because right, this, this is shit crazy. <laughs> so then the uh, the next day, I went. I went, that night I went home. I tell my husband, I'm like, bro, I'm like something up. 
Mm. So, so I left my candle. I had a candle tablet, and I left it on because I didn't work on the Sabbath. Uh-huh. So I left it on my station that Saturday, and she was telling all the clients, like, yeah, I'm closing the shop. I ain't going to tell Jerrica and such and such, though. I already mm. found me somewhere to work. Da, da, da. So me... See, me, when I find stuff out, I can't hold it in. Yeah. I was supposed to hold it in and just move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then I was like, you got me fucked up. Like, what is you doing? Like, Hold on, but how much time in between is I literally worked there for six months. No, the, between the dream and... And, the, and you telling her the dream and then the shit, she actually pulled that shit off. Dream happened on Wednesday. <laughs> Another dream happened on Thursday. Let me tell you the second dream. The second dream was me going to the salon that just got vandalized. Yeah. And it was my shop. Okay? Okay. It's empty, though. And I'm like, why are we here? I kept yelling. And she's just walking around in a circle like a ghost. Like, just walking around. And I'm yelling at her like, why you got me in here? That later became my salon. Like The vandalized joint. Yeah. Like, eight months later, it became my shop. So, uh, that's, that's dope. It's I love crazy. It. <laughs> so, uh, okay, when I told her the second dream, no, I didn't tell her the second dream. I told her as that I recorded her. She said, you recording me? I said, absolutely. Ohio is a uh, one consent state. You don't got to let nobody else know that you recording mm-hmm. them. So, uh, she didn't call everybody. <laughs> she didn't call everybody, you know, to fight me. I'm, I'm doing a client. My client did try to fight with me because she didn't call her family. They parked on the side of the building. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter at daycare. No, I didn't have my daughter here. My son is at daycare. My husband had got my other kids from school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, something is fishy. I kept seeing headlights. I'm like, okay, it's just me. Put up with the gang. It's okay. So I ain't got no chance to call nobody. Yeah. Man, her and all her people who came up in that shop, like, yeah, da-da-da. Shit. Me and my clients start swinging. Just out to the clients. Because you already <laughs> with the shits, though. The yeah. is on you. I'm the, I've never not been with the shits. I'm always, it's literally beside me. So, uh, I end up moving into my Man, who you got me interviewing? Nah, nah. (laughs) I literally, like, I got into my cousin's shop. I remember, like, when I went to her, it was the same night. I'm like, I can't believe this happened. Uh Why would they do this to me? Like, you basically mad at me because I caught you up on the slick shit you was trying to do to me. Like, I never blasted them on social media. I never said nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. what a lot of people do in dating is... They know a lot of people dislike me, and like it's a a narrative that's been spread about me, like I'm just this evil, mean villain. But people really be doing me dirty, yeah. and I don't tell my side publicly. Like I don't say, "No, nah, they did this, and that's why I did it." I don't do that. Yeah. So they try to take advantage. They try to get ahead of it. Like, look what Jerry did to me. Like, okay, you know I'm not gonna tell nobody, but okay. it's always easier to play the victim. That's why I'm way to do that shit. Yeah. Like for real. So moving to my. I'm not going to say that word. I moved into another salon. Mm-hmm. And we, I think I worked there for six months. Mm-hmm. Six, seven months. And I was, I'm a Sabbath keeper. I do not work on Saturdays. Ain't worked a Saturday in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Before I went to that shop, I asked her, like, is it okay if I work on Sundays instead of Saturdays? Right. She's like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Man, like three months in, she called a shop meeting. And she like, uh, ain't nobody allowed to work on Sunday. What what? I said okay. Mm-hmm. What what's your vibe of like, <laughs> like, 
What's, what, how am I trying to explain it? It'd be bullshit. Yeah, like, you, it's like, why are you always the one that's, like, out to get type shit? Or, like, Man, or I ain't gonna say like, out to get. I, I used to think, like, damn, everybody's targeting me, but... Man, like, when the Most High put, like, the spirit on you, like, darkness and light cannot dwell together. Absolutely. Anywhere I go, there's always going to be some sort of, like, opposition. There's going to be some sort of tension Mm -hmm. because of, like, who I am, who I represent, what my beliefs are. I'm not an easily swayed person. Mm -hmm. So I think her motive in that was to try to get me to work on a Saturday. So you accidentally was applying just pressure without knowing it. Didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> no. That, and, 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 that, and that really is crazy because I guess from, you know, your demeanor of just how your work ethic is or how you mm-hmm. dope at doing shit, like you're trying to organically just, you know, be cool with them and help out. And they looking at you was like instant. The enemy. Yeah. Com- like instantly though. Yeah, and, and it's the littlest shit that make a motherfucker look at you like that, like. Like, like that's why I thank God. Me and Dre, we in the same field of work where we don't intimidate each other. Like, this nigga did. Men, like, men are no. not emotional and bitchy like women. You are. would be surprised. It might be a low percentage. Those aren't men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, say I that. Men, <laughs> say that. Men facts, are not facts. emotional and bitchy like that. Like, mm-hmm. and they men like men mm-hmm. yeah. don't do conflict. They mm-hmm. are very good with conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. They don't, uh, they operate off of logic and not emotion. Mm-hmm. Women are not that way at all. Emotions. They're very emotional, very erratic, very um, rare, like catty. Mm-hmm. So after the shock meeting, I said, hey, girl, I said, you said I could work on Sundays and the barbers be working. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, you could work on Sundays, but you got to pay 140 a week. What was a regular blueprint? All right. Man. 100. Um, so I said, okay. little upcharge. So I'm like, Father, mm-hmm. I said, what? Like, what do I do? And at this time, I'm a I'm an Israelite. So I was going through this phase where I was wearing dashikis. It's long skirts, mm-hmm. high head wraps. I was sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> but it was like, I was going th- I was going through my journey. Yeah, and right. I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, like, what? What do I do? Like, and I told her, like, I'm about to open my own salon. Because after I did the math, man, 140 every week, mm-hmm. that's damn near six, that's 700 deep. a month. Yeah, that's deep. Mm-hmm. I could pay somebody 700 a month and own my own salon. Well, you was already getting business-minded. Like. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I started running sewing specials. I was selling bundles. I do braids. I worked 6 in the morning to 6 p.m., Go get my kids from daycare, feed them, bathe them, bring a client to the house, do mm-hmm. them from eight to two, three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. get up the next morning, do it all over again. Like, I'm grind. Or the grind. Bro. So I'm like, okay, I gotta get up out of here. Um, they would mock me. I'll walk through the shop and they'll, look, girl, what you got on today? Like, ah, okay. Yeah, low key, yeah, low key <laughs> So different now. Yeah. So different now. So I'm like, okay, you know, cracking on me, whatever. I got thick skin. I got bars too. So uh say that. I, uh, <laughs> I ended up I ended up getting the shop. But mm-hmm. I ain't really had the money to like furnish the shop. Mm-hmm. So I remember I started off with these like ninety nine dollar dressers and on the picture they looked very big. 
But they were low to the floor, damn near like this camera. Oh, some like that good camera angle. The shit looked crazy yeah. until they came in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, small body. It looked horrible, but it was a stepping stone. So I remember moving in, and I'm so I'm a chance giver. So even though I got played, I felt like I got played. I was still like, look what I did. Like look, like why are you still giving a fuck about these people? Like I, look at me, and then you didn't damn near. Like, your mentality could have easily been, like, because I had that mentality before, like, bro, fuck y'all. I'm Never. knocking over buildings like Snoop on the diss record, Never. like, when he was dissing the East <laughs> Coast. Like, it fuck y'all so, niggas. It, it takes so much for me to get to that point. So mm-hmm. if you ever see me saying that about somebody... Oh, no, they, not saying it. I'm a like, more, I'm a more no, nonchalant. Like, okay, like okay. having that... If I say it, I'm acting yeah. it out, too. This, this isn't a... Yeah. I'm not a talky type person. So once you see me with that mentality, that person has fucking blown me. But I felt mm. like, damn, this is like my family. Like, okay, let me not go there with them. Yeah. Shit. Man, they, I called, like we had a conversation. I'm, I remember standing in the window of my shop and I'm talking. She like, you know, when you fail, you can come back. Get the fuck. I said. Yo, hold on, hold on. What's up, bro? I just I got I gotta ask this real quick. Have you ever had somebody just tell you like just straight failures to your face? Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm a dumbass and just like took shit subliminally, I feel like I ain't never just had like no just. Oh, uh, people are bold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. though. like I I don't know. Maybe, maybe motherfuckers how might be old like was I? like keep it keep it. That's what's up, bro. How old, how old mm-hmm. was I? I had to be like 25, 26. But when you fail, you can always come back. Yeah. Literally what she said. That's to me. a weak ass she like characteristic salons, to say. She like salons don't stay open if they not open on Saturdays. I said, oh. Bitch, look at me now. Nah, I'm not job told me that when I quit. <laughs> so, like, oh, he, to, he, he ain't going to make it. He going to be a cameraman. He ain't going to make it. Bruh, Ooh, not, not the cameraman. 2018, bro. Not the little cameraman. The cameraman. <laughs> the little, yo, you about to do your little camera work? Yeah, all right, bitch. All right. <laughs> Maybe I have got that. I just, I don't know. Fuck him at the end of the day. Oh, time. baby, I cried. I cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, I Because that shit hit deep, though. I'm, yeah. Like, and so, okay, with all of these people that be, you know, low-key targeting you, do they even know your background? They just think no. you just coming in, doc, 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 no, they be like, out. they be like, she thinks she all that. She thinks she better mm-hmm. than everybody. Like y'all don't even know. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Simple, simple <laughs> shit, and they don't even fucking realize. Yeah, eighteen, not to skip, but it's like it was like a trend to hate you. You know what I mean? Like oh, on social media, because them bitches can't be me. Wait, 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 wait. I, I don't want to skip. I mean, no, I'm no, him. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because now I just want to know, like. I remember like, seeing it, and I knew yeah, it. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, it. it seemed like it was a known thing uh, through the city that you was less hate on her or she thriving type shit. Yeah, I just like, met you, so I don't even know. Like, no, right. to this day, like, people that do, like, services for me and do services for other people, like, one person that works, like, does work for me was like, I went to do uh, something for this other person, and they were like, why you dick ride her? And he like, she... What? what? What do you mean dick ride her? Like, anybody that, like, gives me props or or says anything nice about me, it's like everybody turn their nose up. But then, like, when I be seeing them out and I be like, do you have a problem? Are you addressing? <laughs> what? I, I, mean, I, I mean, you address it directly, but I, I've had that thing before, but I just kind of address it through, like, success. Yeah, some women are working shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna see what and you gonna know. Yeah, I, no, there's people that I, at birthday parties, I'll 
hey, can you step outside? Remember you said you was going to slap the fuck out of me? <laughs> if you want to do that today, you basically basically tell motherfuckers straight up, or you you address them when you get in front of them. Absolutely. Like, like you got what's mm-hmm. a, what, what 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 the problem is? Yeah, <laughs> like if you say something, you gonna have to stand on that shit with me. Um, I like that. There have been like y'all like y'all said like 2018. Man, that's the year I had my daughter. Like mm-hmm. 2018, I was going through a lot of shit. Like I was pregnant, trying to run a business. Man, it's a and that and so because I remember because um, Drake sent me um uh the dot or whatever it was serious. yeah yeah you said you was you was in school for eight years which was longer than the average you were supposed to finish cosmetology school in like twelve months okay so but so it's <laughs> but it's all these hiccups and everything that's yes. getting in the way for you to like actually finish it. man every any the okay like Mr Magoo mm-hmm. like how the worst things happen in <laughs> yeah. like. I used to sit at home like, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> like, bruh, is this happening? Like, but everybody that 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 is on the outside looking in, Bluetooth connected. Period. This is the most organic podcast I've ever done. (laughs) I can't make this up. Go ahead. It's like, uh, and I got ADHD, so I don't even remember what I said. Um, (laughs) shit, bro. What works? Everybody around me. So people that be on the outside looking in be telling me, like, Jerky, you always be going through shit and then you come out on top. Like, Mm -hmm. anytime that I might possibly get worried, I'll be like, so, and that's why I asked you about. You said twelve months to uh, get a cosmetology. It takes twelve months, literally. <laughs> it takes two years if you do it part time. But I went to cosmetology school my junior, my sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, and then I got out. I got kicked out of high school. Uh, I ain't gonna say I got kicked out, but I definitely got kicked out of CTC. Um, Shout out to CTC. I wanted to go there. Man. I thought y'all niggas was so boozy. Like, are you going oh, to no. you going to CTC on me? It All was right, cuz I see you at graduation, my G. You know? yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up. Yeah, I got expelled from there. Sheesh. Yeah. I was going fighting. through fighting. Man, people would do what they do now, and why you look uh, at me like you want to fight me? Huh? No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> now nah, she gave me that size me up look like how she look at the bitches like no. bitch what no nah, I'm playing I'm playing the people would like they didn't know what I was going through and uh-huh. they would fuck with me and I'd be like man I'm about to whoop your ass like yeah that's how it would be so um that's tough though yeah I mean, that, so I'll that's... say seven years like seven and a half years it took me to graduate cosmetology school I know the cosmetology book like the back of my hand like that's strange I took the course two times, essentially. So let me ask you this though, because yo, yo, you so business savvy, and I feel like <laughs> like you had that characteristic before you even knew it. Yeah. So you think that was just something you just I can't even say learned on the way because you had like some crazy shit going on. Like, was it just embedded in you? I really don't believe in coincidence. I feel mm-hmm. like everything that I needed to be successful, like the most I gave me at birth. I feel like, I feel like destiny is destiny. Like whatever is destined to happen is going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But the path in which you take to your destiny, game changer. Yeah, I I, I say this a lot, but I like I this is what kind of made me like kind of just keep going because even when doing videography stuff, like it seemed like what well, I ain't gonna say doing videography, but when you make a decision to want to just work for yourself or work yeah. on your own, it seems so impossible. 
to the society. And I remember reading something that said God's gift to us is why we are chose, like what we're supposed to do on this earth. Our gift back to him is like our decision of what we choose to do with it. Our gift back to him is literally like keeping the commandment. Yeah, no, no, but it's literally what we choose. Like, all right, we know our gift. It's up to us to like give it back to him as as a present to him. Yep. So I totally, I'm with you on that though. Yeah. So like, like thinking back, like in the moments that the things were happening, it was like, okay, okay, I guess I'm not going to die, but what are you doing to me? Like, why is this so hard? Why is life life in for me? Like, so I would say like, I end up getting my, I'm in my shop or whatever. That's okay. People, you know, be in a salon owner, you know. So, uh, I was going to ask some questions on that. Go ahead. All right. So, like, coming from being homeless, right? Uh-huh. And now you're a salon owner. What's in your head? Like, I want more. Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, you have a, a product now. Like, what made you be like, I, I don't want to just do this. I okay. want more. Because you're successful as an owner, correct? Like, I'm the bills yeah. are getting paid. Everybody at home good. Yeah. But you want more. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you. So, <laughs> 2012, I clinically died. I had a heart attack, a saddle PE, DVT, and 40 blood clots in each lung. And I was working. I was doing hair on crutches because my ACL was also torn. And it was prime season. And I kept being out of breath, and I kept telling my husband, like, I need an inhaler. Like, I can't breathe. That's Trying to process all that, you just said that once, but go ahead. Okay, so it's a lot. It was his birthday. He had been working. Uh, I'm like, I want to take you out to eat. He said, yeah. motherfucker, you're on crutches. Like, <laughs> no, sit down somewhere. Like, he didn't even want me doing hair. Like, but they was coming. I was living in Western Manor. They was coming to the apartment. I was, I had one leg up on the couch. I'm standing behind them. I'm doing nails. Like, it was prom season. And we uh got invited to Papa Do's. I'm like, I want to treat you to Papa Do's. I had a good week. You know, let's go. Man, we got to the waiting area. Like, on the way there, I couldn't breathe. Like, I passed out getting into the car. Mm-hmm. When we got to his uncle's house, I passed out getting out of the car into another car. I kept passing out. I'm like, And uh, you still thinking Papa does. I'm literally still <laughs> thinking Papa does. <laughs> through, through this whole shit, <laughs> like, we're getting the Papa does. And, <laughs> like, and I'm thinking, like, bruh, like, I just need an inhaler. Like, that's all I can say. Like, I just need an inhaler. I'll be okay. Man, like, getting, was you already you already had an inhaler? Or you just no, like, never. I didn't have whoever an got an inhaler on deck. Just give let me hit you. that joint. Like, yo, you got an inhaler? I'm good. Because I, I used to have asthma as a kid, so okay, I knew okay. what it felt like to like not be able to breathe. So I'm like, I'm just having an asthma attack. Man, we got to pop it up. We on the highway. And I looked at my husband. I said, I think I'm going to go to the hospital when we leave here. That's some scary Not shit. Not when we leave here. He like, still need to get to Papa Do's. He said, bro, quit talking to me. I'm like, okay. So we get to Papa Do's. I can't even make it up the steps. I'm on crutches. Wow. Okay. I'm getting up the steps. I keep having to sit down. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. My heart was beating real fast. Um, We get into the restaurant and... Like, his cousin's baby mama was sitting next to me, but I had just threatened to kick her ass. So, we sit next to each other. I'm like, damn. Because this girl, how can I get her a run? I was like, I'm about to die. And I, she said my body just tumbled over. What? And let me tell you about the coincidence of this. The fucking waiter that was about to seat us was in nursing school and brought me back to life. 
Wow! Shout out to her. So it was glad. a man. Shout out to him. I'm so glad what? you can laugh about that now. Yeah, that, that it was shit. scary. It was scary in the moment. It was I definitely scary in the moment. But like thinking back, it's like, man, the Most High always had His hand on me. Like mm-hmm. if even if something bad was happening, like it was a little ram in the bush. Like you're gonna be all right. He's gonna Look, shake you up a little bit. They was getting you stayed onto something because when you hired me, you was fresh off of like an accident, right? Literally crushed my femur, <laughs> broke my hip. Like, what are you uh, doing? You would think you'd be skiing or something. Yeah, I was about to say, that sounds like some skateboard piece. No, oh, literally man. somebody hit his head on as we were coming home from Disney World. Mm. Damn. We were leaving the airport from Disney World, and they hit our car. Kids in the car and shit Every like kid that. that I had. Yeah. And you're the only the one that got injured like that. No, I'm the only one that got a severe injury. The only people that didn't get injured was my husband and my youngest course, son, because he didn't even have his seatbelt on. He was hiding under the seat. So he didn't get a scratch on him. <laughs> But so we uh damn bro that shit deep. What what happened? Okay, so fast forward, boom! I ended up getting another salon. I upgraded from my previous no back products. So 2017, I officially launched the products. Mm-hmm. I launched the products to the public. Um, I was testing it on my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, one nobody fucking with me. Like my clients Gosh. bought it from me, but when I was posting on social media, I wasn't. I've never been the popular person. I've yeah. never been. The, the go to. Like, we gotta, never, yeah, yeah, we gotta never, jump on this shit. Like, yeah, never yeah. been that person. I've Facts. literally had to work to get my name out there. Facts. So when I first started, that was in two thousand January two thousand seventeen. I launched. So I'm like, okay, boom. Everybody don't shampoo their hair. I'm like, everybody don't use hair butter. I'm like, what do everybody use? I'm like, ears control. I'm about yeah. to make ears control. Lies. So I remember putting it in these tiny little jars. And then I have my little four-ounce jars, and I'll drop around to all the salons. And I'm like, you guys want to buy some edge control? They're like, bitch, Guerrilla marketing, yeah. Like, in a 98 Buick Century, <laughs> driving around, begging people to yeah. buy my edge control. And they all like, I said, well, shit, I'll give it to you. Like, try it. Like, yeah, blue magic. man, nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I, I've always been, I know how to sell things. I've always had that gift. Like, mm-hmm. even when I was in hair school, I was like the top retail seller in hair school. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just me. So, uh, <laughs> Boy, I ain't mad at it. So, I ain't mad I, at um, it. Okay. My friend at the time, her daughter, I was doing her daughter's hair. And I'm like, I put the edge control on. And it's how I created the rub challenge. Trademarked by our Chronic Oil Care. So, uh. uh the, the copyrighted uh, trademark hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Trademark wow. copyright or both? Trademark copyright videos. Okay. Okay. Right. So, like, reproducing the rub challenge is like copying a work of art. Nah, facts. Period. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm about to tell a crazy story. <laughs> I, yeah, so, cool. I um, I was doing her daughter hair, and I, I, well, I'm like, I said, bitch, I said, this not moving. She like, I said, get over here and record this. So, I literally just rubbed her forehead. Yeah. Like, rub the oh. And nothing more? Nothing. Even today. Right so now. not like not so kind well, okay, not to be funny, but not like the gorilla glue chick. Nothing. <laughs> but I mean it wasn't It ain't gonna move though. Right, right, right. But it ain't, but it ain't permanent. All right. Bet. Yeah. So um recorded that and I knew that Dayton wasn't fucking with me, so I always yeah. added my hair to natural hair groups. Anything mm-hmm. that had to do with hair, I put myself in it on Facebook because right. I didn't have a large Facebook following. It was like how am I gonna get my products to the world? Yeah. I posted that rub challenge video in like a natural hair group, 
And I remember we watching Power, and I my phone was like, bling, 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 bling. I'm like, I said, what is that? Man, I had sold out everything. What? Everybody in the hair group had completely wiped out my website. Let's backtrack a little bit. Website. I knew that when I started my brand that I needed a website. So a person who I was close with, you know, she knew how to build a website. I didn't yeah. ask her to do it for me. Mm-hmm. I just asked her, like, hey, how can I make a website? She's like, oh, I can tell you for $600. Damn. Yeah. Yo, oh I, my God. I swear I was thinking, like, please don't let this website lady turn into an enemy. Dude, <laughs> like, like, God damn. Oh, man. she did it. We're going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I ended up going on YouTube. My uh-huh. first website was purple. First off, my brand is black and gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first website was purple, magenta. Orange, like I took pictures on the couch, like it was so jacked up, but it sold. I I sold out. I think I ended up getting like a quarter million views on that video. So I'm like, shit, I'm about to promote from here. I started changing my labels. I changed my name because I had found somebody who had a product line called Crown of Glory, and I was called Crown and Glory. I seen that as a legal issue you know, mm-hmm. looking in the future or whatever. I knew what I was going to be. So I'm like, all right, I ain't had no name though. So I had a picture of me and my family, like crowning each other. So I'm like, shit, it's going to be crown me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And I start getting more popular, but I'm selling out of state, like out of town. And like, not in Dayton. Not in Dayton. Nobody from Dayton is buying it. Right. People wow. from Dayton didn't start supporting me until like 2000. Like the end of 2018, that's when I started getting more sales in Dayton. But 98% of my revenue, 99% of my revenue does not come from the state of Ohio. And this is wow. so in the uh, the people that your team is just you and your family, your husband, and, and my children. Yeah. And they're like two, three, five, and seven at the time. Like they, but they getting to the work. They're literally, what? I got pictures where they were labeling mm-hmm. edge control, hair butter, like. Helping me put conditioner in bottles. We was using car funnels, like from AutoZone. Yeah, like it going by it, by any means. By any means. God like, damn it, yeah. And I would stay up. My husband was working third shift at the time, and I would stay up and look for like machinery to help me be more efficient. Like everything that I've done for my brand has been uh-huh. literally through my own research. Right. My husband bought me my first kitchen a mixer in like two thousand and seventeen. Like, yeah, that was dope. He came home from Walmart with it. That's lit. And I'm like, okay, I can make Support. 16 jars now. Type uh, shit. So, shit, uh, <laughs> I end up, I'm like, okay, I, I kept going viral. Like, anytime I made a World Challenge video, it'll go viral. I, I wasn't paying for advertising or none mm-hmm. of that. So, of course, as I'm creeping up the ladder, motherfuckers, I don't even know, are coming out of the woodworks. Jerrica did this to me. Jerrica, I'm like, I don't even know you. Who are you? I've never right. seen y'all day in my life. So this is when I had to get real creative with my marketing. Okay. Uh-huh. So 2018, 19, this 2019, I ended up moving into my new space on mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to open up a retail slash salon mm-hmm. so I can sell my products out of my own store. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gotten beauty outlet. I had, I had, I did all that. Everything that everybody's trying to do now, I've been in hair stores and 
on shelves. I pull mm. my shit from them stores. Say that. Oh. Oh. So, uh. <laughs> so, uh. I've always wanted to do one of these so I can talk shit. So, uh. Hey, I love it. Love it. Love it. So, hey. I, I, I'm in my, I'm in my zone. I'm, I'm literally blowing up in my city in front of everybody that hate me. And out of no fucking where, there is a fake page no. in the Dayton Messy group that just all, it was like they made like a poem kind of status. I don't be in them groups. Yeah. Somebody sent me, like mm. added me to the group. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I guess since they seen my name, they decided let's get messy with her. Yeah. Now, my husband is not a, uh, have you ever seen Jared? Yeah, yeah. A couple times? Yeah. He's not a... He's not a friendly person. Yeah, right. He's not a I'm out and about type person. Like, mm. you got to know him to Gosh. even be associated with him. He's not like me. Yeah. Okay. Who's something, something? I'm fucking Crimey Coil Care's husband. So, okay, Cap. So, <laughs> Cap and my husband is terrified. He's terrified because I'm like, hey, somebody said they fucking you. Jerk, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing nothing. I don't know who that is. Da, da, da. Like, okay, because you know I'll kill everybody. Who do you? <laughs> so, um, I'm like, who is this? Well, nobody tell me. But everybody, of course, everybody coming out the woodworks, and I still got every, where the camera at? I still got every single screenshot of every single person that commented on that shit and was laughing at me and my family. That's my type of And thing. none of y'all got edges right now. None of it. Crash and burn. None of you. Crash and fucking burn. Every God single one of you was on that PPP list. Every mm-hmm. single one. Life is kicking your fucking ass right now. And I, <laughs> I still have the screenshots. So I start doing my investigation. The way the person was typing, I'm like, I know who this is. But I didn't. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Her sign? Nah. I mean, do that matter? Nah. <laughs> You just thrive off the hate that you... I love it. Like... I like that. It's fuel to the fire. It's like... It seems like more so like... They're going to explode. Volcano like, status. Yeah, their haters yeah. are going to explode at the things that are going to happen. And I love it, though. I'm not asking that as if, like... <laughs> no. Because you have every reason to yeah. shit on these, quote-unquote, bitches. Yeah. It's my platform. I can call them bitches. So but. these people... Like I said, I never met half of the people... And then some of the people that, that I thought was my friends was like, yeah, I don't like her. I said, well, damn, you didn't tell me. Yeah. Why are you telling it in this group? Like, so a couple of weeks prior, uh, somebody had sent me a screenshot of this young lady's post. I'm not a Facebook beefer. I, I don't like typing because I'm, um, okay. Social media world yeah. star didn't exist when I was dragging people. Like there was nobody that was recording <laughs> Where right. I was acting like that. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> but word of mouth. Yeah, like mm, chill. She'll, she'll beat your ass. For yeah. like Or it was run. easy to lie and be like, she ain't do shit to me. Yeah, because there's no video <laughs> Exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay. So um I'm like uh I'm like um the girl sending me the, the, the screenshots of the post, I'm like, I don't even know this girl. This girl made this long ass post. Oh, this girl tried to destroy my business, and everybody thinks she's such a saint and such a good businesswoman. And I'm looking at the name of the person. I don't even know who she is. Mm. 
No. I said, who is this? You can call him a bitch on here. It's cool. I won't. Okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know that bitch. So I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, but I didn't respond. I am strategic. I'm gonna make you pay some money. I'm not. I'm not I, I remember with you. seeing this. I'm not hitting nah. with you on Facebook. I'm not going back and forth with you because that's bad for my business. Absolutely. Okay. But I know I always got all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a lot of people to this day still hate me. Okay. But it was the post was straight slander. Mm-hmm. I had messaged the the young lady and asked her like, "Hey, can you take this down? I don't even know you." Like, yeah. apparently it was from an incident that happened in 2014. Wow. <laughs> that, like, I think the the young lady was selling like a like shea butter, but it was the same shea butter you can get at the hair store, and she was marking up the price. And mm. I just messaged her. I said, "Hey, somebody had posted like, can't you get this at the hair store?" I commented like, "Yeah," but I inboxed the young lady and said, "Hey, maybe instead of like you keeping the same label on there, relabel it." it. Oh, oh. Try to give her some advice. But yes. she knows some Alibaba yes. shit, like just. Yes. Taking it, upcharging it. Yes. And, and so I literally, when I tell you that I don't even be thinking about these women, that wasn't even a thought in my mind. I'm like, that that can't be it because this is the only time I've had an interaction with her. So I'm like, people tell us, they keep sending me the post and everybody on there like, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Jerrica, this, isn't that. Like, she can't be talking about me because I don't even know this girl. We've yeah. never had an interaction. Like, yeah. and I literally just said I was about to buy some products from this girl. Like, I, what are y'all talking about? Like, yeah. yeah. So... Shit, I was eating lunch and I'm like, let me see if she own her name. I remember this. I remember seeing And I had $99 on my cash app card. (laughs) And you proceeded to do what? I bought it with my cash app card. So you boxed her out. (laughs) Oh, shit. No. The deal was if you remove this and you tell these people the truth, I'll give it to you. How did that end up? It didn't happen. $99 on the cash app $99 card. $99 on the cash app card. I'm at mm-hmm. the dating club eating eating a fish sandwich. And you club. look up what the trademark name or the... I literally went on the Ohio Business Central website and typed in the name to see if anybody owned it. Nobody owned it. And I said, wow. She's literally doing this and she does not even own her name. And she has no idea, like... I'm not the person that's going to go back and forth with you on social media because you just tried to slander my name and affect my business, but you just made a post of how much money you made and you didn't spend $99 to get your name. So you bought her name and then... And it was hidden for a couple... Only three people knew that I did that. (laughs) And one of them is now an enemy because... She it, snitched. It's the way she looked at the camera for me. Yeah. <laughs> she she, she yeah. did. And then she so the bitch was so, that bitch was so scandalous. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling her, she knew what happened. She's yeah. like, oh, damn, that's fucked up, Jackie. This, this, and that. And I'm like, well, mm. this is what I did. She inboxes the girl. No. And says, we want to be careful because she's very dangerous and there's no telling what she'll do to me if she finds out that I told you. But Jerka did this. I'm minding my own business. I'm probably cooking or something and my <laughs> phone is going crazy. I'm like, people calling me like, Jerka, what the fuck did you do? I said, I ain't done nothing. What you talking about? So people calling me 50 Cent. I'm getting tagged at post. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. They're How? like, you're not worried? I said, no. I stand on what the fuck I did. Who gonna want my ass about it? How are you getting the receipts to all this shit of, like, the inboxes and motherfuckers? People are messy. 
they no longer can associate with me. But a lot of the people, <laughs> a lot of people would try to stay associated, try to want to be associated with me mm-hmm. to try to get in my business. I knew they was talking about uh, me. premeditated shit. Just yeah, like you around. just yeah. you don't even like me. You just want to be able to tell your group of friends that don't like me that oh she fuck with me. I tell y'all that I don't talk to nothing. I don't like nobody. I don't like anybody. I don't. I'm not a fool. Like right. I tell I tell you that. We got five women hidden in our basement that we feed raw rice, and they are our slaves. I'll tell you that and let that get around, and I know that you're the one who said it. smart. That was a pretty detailed analogy. Yeah, that, was, that was dark, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but that was strategic. It. I like it, though. Like, no, but it's like, it's like... Y'all, raw rice? <laughs> yeah, but y'all think I'm... Like, I, would, I peep when somebody does something... Publicly and private. In public, you don't want to say, hey, you doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's messed up. Why y'all doing this to her? You want to say, Jerry, this is so messed up that they doing this to you. Okay, motherfucker, post it. You care so much. Mm. Defend me. Gosh. But you're not because you're talking about me too. I'll get the fuck out of my inbox. So um, everybody is like, are you safe? Are you sure that this is what you wanted to do? Maybe I will go to the Kroger or Siebenthaler with nothing. Nobody's <laughs> going to touch me. Like... Mm-hmm. What are y'all going to do? Y'all wasn't doing all that when I was being slandered and everybody was talking about me on social media and calling my baby ugly and and saying they was fucking my husband and talking about my kids. And y'all wasn't, y'all said nothing when all of that was happening. Now everybody's in an uproar. Fuck (laughs) y'all. So um, what I did realize about that situation is there was no neutral position with that. People either was like, okay, that's what the fuck they get. Or I hate her guts. To this day, there are people who send people to buy my products out of my shop because they don't want to be the ones to come buy it. Secret shopper shit. Yeah, so some secret shopper shit. Like, Mm. no, stay over there. Go use, go go over there. So, So, yeah, wow. Transitioning. Transitioning. Business is thriving. Business thriving. Shit booming. No, we knew you skipped the boycott. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, ex, man, this is how the boycott started. My apologies. We're still thriving, though. Still thriving. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified, Couldn't though. Couldn't be stopped. I ain't gonna lie. I had never been the, like, the the butt of a boycott. So I'm like, so, okay. So let's talk about this boycott. How, do, how did this happen? One of yeah. my ex-friends started it. Wow. She was like, you know what? We're gonna boycott our crummy coil care, or crummy coil care at the time. She was like, she doesn't even make her products. I said, damn, that's exactly why your ass was never in there while I was making the products. I knew, I knew mm-hmm. people would volunteer to help me. Yeah. And like, okay, let me put this shit in this box and let me do, let me move some shit around because you are not to be trusted. She's had that intuition. She's all in everybody's comments. They all dogging me. She's like, yeah, she doesn't make her products. Like, no, you don't know how to make my products. Mm-hmm. I know how to make my products. Yeah. So, um, they started a hashtag, and I'm like, oh, my God. I said, nah, fuck that. I said, hey, we got to figure out how to market outside of Dayton. I remember sitting down with my team. I said, we got to figure out how to market outside of Dayton. I met Frank. Frank uh-huh. like Jerica. My God. We can run ads. Like, you could put, you got money. Put some money behind these ads. I'm like, all right. So, prior, but prior to the boycott, boycott and everything, you was. Well, Organically. You, yeah. Didn't pay for nothing. Okay. It was literally like user generated content. No ads at all. No, no I was not paying for ads. Yeah. But 2000, June of 2019 was the first time I ran a paid ad, and I invested seven hundred dollars, and I made sixty three thousand dollars in three days. 
And that's when I knew, like, hey, fuck all y'all. We definitely, <laughs> we definitely cutting that out for a promo clip. Yeah. <laughs> 700 turned into 63,000. <laughs> Say that, yeah. I said, this all I got to do? Let's run it up. And I ran it the fuck up. And at the end of 2019, we had hit $1.8 million. And in the middle... Can you just say that number one more time? In 2019, after a citywide boycott of our county coil care, formerly known as Crown Me Coil Care, I hit $1.8 million in sales. Drops the mic. Boom. What's crazy is when they was doing all that shit on Facebook, you know what my husband said? My husband is not an argumentative person. Mm. Like, it's either leave me the fuck alone or it's going to be violence. He's not arguing with nobody. I remember sitting in our living room. We were staying in Inglewood. He said, hey, fuck all that. Make a million on their ass. I said, Literally. okay. <laughs> Hold up, though. So, I said, okay. <laughs> so, when the boycott did happen, did it at all affect Nothing. anything? No, none, none at all. <laughs> no. So it just was some corny ass shit that somebody like, chose to do. Like they yeah, right, right, right. It was people that were never going to buy my products. They just yeah. publicly said they were never going to buy my products. Right. I knew they were never going to buy my products. That, that was the trend. That was the trend. That was the trend. That was yeah. That was the look what we can do. Hmm. Backfire. So um, 2019. I also got my first like. I got my first warehouse. Lit. Is that where y'all? Is that where y'all did the video at? No, that's the new one that I own. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Warehouse that I own right smack dab in the hood. <laughs> Where at? The, uh, Denlinger Road, the old Frank's Nursery. We did a drone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, everything makes sense <laughs> off of that. Because he asked me, like, bro, I need you to get some drone footage here and here. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I got you, though. But yes. you know, We're getting roof shots and shit and everything. But <laughs> so it makes sense, though. All I right. literally took over like somebody's storefront. It wasn't even made to be a warehouse. We were slipping and sliding all over that damn place. But it was 1,500 square feet. I had grew out of my house. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. produce in my house no more. Mm-hmm. Like, um, man, it was a bad storm that happened. We were staying off of uh, Free Pike. Uh, I was doing it out the basement. Man, the storm drains had backed up and put sewage into my house. Damn. Thankfully, I was renting that house. But I had to throw all that inventory away. Like, mm. I had to throw all that shit away. Man, and we moved. And I was, we didn't have no basement. Like, I'm doing it out of a... The kitchen, living room. Kitchen, li- yeah. Like, and I, I got... At shit time, everywhere. Ba- I got five kids in the house at the time. Like, and my, my stepdaughter was living with us on and off, like... It ain't mm-hmm. enough square footage for this shit. Like, <laughs> so I ended up getting a little sore front on Salem and we rocked it out of there. Like, but, but you hitting that threshold of 1.8 and I see you and you deserve to talk about it in the way that you do it. Cause that's a huge fucking thing. Like yeah. you hitting that. Like what, what's the, what's the, what's the feeling you getting of like pushing forward? Like after some shit like that happened, I could do anything. Mm, I like that. Like, as long as the most high is with me, like mm-hmm. I could do anything. Like to this day, it still be a little chitter chatter, but nobody's fucking with me. Like it's not anybody, all the people that was like, Oh, she don't want nobody else to make hair products. She's jealous. And this, this and that. Like I've lapped everybody. Mm. Like I, it was never a situation where I didn't want nobody else to make hair products. People mm. were literally hashtagging their products. Rub challenge. What? Yeah, like trying to, trying what? to, but what that comes with 
being being on top. Being yeah, but yeah. it's like, they no. Piggyback. Yes, I'm going to send you a cease and desist. I paid for this. Facts. My blood, sweat, and tears paid for this. No, you're not about to build your brand off of something that I paid for. Mm. So do you do you have any mentors? No. So you just, so, and I'm asking that because, you know, it cease and desist and, you know, doing the trademarks and doing everything. Like, I went to school, and that's how I learned my significant balance of, like, Google. business. And that's what I'm saying, though. So you just you just literally was just Googling Google. everything. Because, okay, situations would come up where I'm like, okay, how can I legally tell them to take this video down? So I hired a lawyer. It was a girl that had tried to, they, what they also try to do is they'll try to get packaging like mine mm. and use a crown or mm-hmm. use black and gold. Like, y'all clowning. Like, y'all think yeah. I'm a bitch. Like, no, no. So I'll I'll shut it down, and she just doesn't want nobody be nobody be successful. I built my brand. Anytime I felt like I was infringing on somebody, I completely changed everything yeah. about my brand because mm-hmm. I want to build my brand off of me, like off of like me, not piggybacking nobody. Organically, yeah. It's, so it's why wouldn't brand. you want to do the same thing? And why yeah. do you think I'm gonna let you piggyback off me? We don't even like each other. Nah, but that's just like I'm, I remember like. Um, I was in class I was in school and then somebody had, when Craig's list that just came out somebody had just made a website that was called Craig's Likes so <laughs> in case you you messed up yeah. you still go to like so it's yeah. the way that they making products that got your same logo and shit oh this must be it so yeah. we're gonna buy from here that and is so dangerous th- yeah it's crazy yeah. it's crazy because but it's, 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 it's people it's, are not make these no shade do what you don't do but there is not a black woman in the United States of America, that is making edge control from scratch. And we're the largest consumers of edge control. There's not a mm. black woman that's doing it. And drop that business name one more time. Arcani Coil Care. Period. Um, Period. Um, and my trademark, if you look up my trademark, it is for pomades, hair dyes, shampoos, like... Clothing? Not for clothing. Oh, I mean, if... if it's I a different like, class. Somebody yeah, yeah. could... I feel like you I'm might want to do that. Yeah, that. I, I was, that's all I was thinking. Because <laughs> people don't know with trademarking, it's like different classes. Yeah, so, so you might yeah. want to do that. You might want to do that. Yeah, because once I get my, woo, yeah, 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 I'm gonna see it. I yeah. promise you. So it's like, like it was a da- they didn't understand because they don't understand business. It's actually dangerous for my company not to stop these other brands because. You buying your edge control from God knows who, yeah. and then we sell it. We're making our stuff. If they mistake you, I'm more liable to get sued. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna look. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember that brand. It's that false advertisement. Yeah, yeah. like I'm gonna get sued if something right. happened adverse from them using your stuff because you tried to make your brand look like mine. So, shit, I'll be the bad guy. <laughs> What? what? <laughs> Not the ad lib. Yeah. So, what, what? What would you say is the strongest characteristic that you feel like you needed to get through all of this shit? Hey, you cannot be like weak minded. You can't be easily influenced because it'll throw it'll throw you completely off. Like. Man, it's so many times. And I'll say even to this day, there are, like, I'm not a a digital expert. Mm-hmm. My expertise is literally marketing. Mm. 
But you have people that have been on my team and they've tried to tell me something. And I've been like, y'all, <laughs> this is what we're supposed to do because it's going to make this happen. And I'll take their advice. Right. I'll give it a try. 30 yeah. days. I'll give yeah. it a 30-day trial. Like, <laughs> so I can say I told you so. I literally told you that this is what we should do and this wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, And then I'll pick up the pieces and we'll be back where we were. Like, mm-hmm. it, it happens. But I think, like, I don't have training. I didn't go to school. I don't have a degree. Sometimes people that have those credentials feel like there is nothing better than, like, somebody who has done this organically because this is not something a book can teach you. Exactly. Like, right. So literally you need to kind of take notes from me because I'm showing you a once in a lifetime kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like I've just had literally the perfect storm. So it's like, um, yeah, you can't be weak minded. You can't, you can't help everybody. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in this and that's probably, like, the biggest reason I get burned. Like, you met me when I got in that car accident. Mm-hmm. So it was a young lady that used to work for me. I ain't going to say her name because she didn't get messy, so I ain't going to get messy. Mm-hmm. But she used to work for me. Um, we worked. She came in as a, a intern in my salon, mm-hmm. ended up being a stylist or whatever. Mm-hmm. We fell out because she was wanting to work in my warehouse without signing a non-disclosure. I said, secret shoppers. I said, so I told everybody because I, at this point I have attorneys that's like, Hey, you want to hire people? They got to sign this paperwork. Yeah. So I'm, she not signing it. I said, why wouldn't you sign it? Cause all it's saying is don't tell my business. Right. (laughs) She calls her. She said, I'm not signing nothing. I said, you don't work here. Red flag. I said, as a matter of fact, you can get your shit on my shop, too. But, yeah, that's... Not yeah, doing this. like, what? So, we didn't talk for months. We didn't talk for months, and my dumbass let her back in. Like, we ended up meeting up, and I told her, like, I was trying to keep money in your pocket. I was trying to protect myself, though, like... The NDA, yeah. I said, and I was willing to put anything in there, because I guess since, like, the, the husband had, like, a... Uh, damn, I already said it. The husband had, like, a brand... But it had nothing to do with what I was doing. It kind of yeah. did, but I didn't even care about that. Like, yeah. I'll put that in as an exclusion. And whatever you're doing on the hair side, I'll, think I'll put that in there where, y'all, we've discussed that. I don't care about that. Yeah. But you ain't about to be working here and come out with no motherfucking edge control. Nah, facts. You're not about <laughs> oh, to, that, that's not what's about to happen. So just to clarify it, though, the edge control is the baby, is the one it's that just had my, catapulted that everything. Control, that edge control got even. New York, a Chinese-owned company that is a probably billion-dollar company <coughs> trying to copy me. That's crazy. Like, they're literally, like, Lockjell. Okay, y'all, you don't got no Lockjell up here. Man, Lockjell was not in pomade form until our Connie Coil Care made it in pomade form. Like, Lockjell was waxy and, uh-huh. like, Vaseline. Like, mm-hmm. I came out with Lockjell that looked like edge control because... Yeah. And that's why I'm asking these questions too, because just I just want to clarify. I mean, myself and the people, mm-hmm. you literally are creating a one of one, of, of things that came from your mental, Absolutely. came from whatever scientific things needed to be did to like create it like that. Yes. So one of one. One of one. Yeah. Absolutely, and I'm saying that out of respect, and I, I I love it though. Literally yeah. the Thank modern you. day Madam CJ. Nah, G yeah. shit. I mean, and I, it go back to that. Like, yeah. yeah. So when. Okay, since me being a hairstylist, using products 
Like, I used to use mango lime. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe just... That was the wateriest <laughs> shit. And, but I had edge control. I'm like, yeah, okay, I could tweak this a little bit so it don't turn white. Yeah. And it'll get at whole. And I just tweaked my formula and made the lock gel. Like if you if you have my products and you dip the lock gel and dip the edge control, the edge control is just firmer and it dries faster. Yeah. The lock gel dries slow so that your mm-hmm. whole head ain't white by the time your lock tissue get done with your hair. Right. And it's water soluble. Man, it was one point like last year, it was last year when we was out of lock gel for like four months. People was trying to buy it from like Nairobi and other brands. <laughs> Their hands was breaking out. They're like, no, ain't nothing like your lock gel. Like, you can never run out of this again. Like, <laughs> like other larger brands, whether people believe it or not, they go on my website. They go on small businesses' websites, and they mm-hmm. buy them products, and they try to reverse engineer them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for those who have personal care brands, your trade secret don't got to go on your ingredient list. Mm. Knowledge. That's a gym. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's, that's some super fucking knowledge. Yo, trade secret don't got to go on your ingredient list. Because that stops here, right? other people from duplicating your product. You will never be able to duplicate my edge control. You might get close, but you'll never be able to duplicate it. That's lie, yo. Ever. No, no, like, that's some G, that's some shit that uh, probably a lot of people don't know. They don't. Like, people don't know that you can trademark hashtags. As long as it's used in commerce, all you gotta do is put it on your website. Whatever hashtag you want to do. I would tell the girls that was using the rub channels, like, hey, come up with a different hashtag. Like, call it the scratch test or something. Like, trademark that. Like, as a matter of fact, don't even do that shit. Figure out your own way to market your product because I created the rub challenge because before mm-hmm. 2017, I'll give, give you $1,000 if you ever seen anybody rubbing somebody's edges promoting edge control. Nah, you ain't. I wouldn't know because... I'm asking your, your viewers... Facts. Well, that yeah, I mean, this is for them, though. Send right, something yeah. in to them and show them a video that existed pre-Arcani Coil Care, pre-2017, where mm-hmm. an edge control company was rubbing edges to show the effectiveness of an edge control. Does mm-hmm. not exist, and that's how I won my trademark. That's a lie. Absolutely. That's how I won the Sewing Award for Innovation. That's how I won these awards, because I literally created something that nobody else has. That's so dope. What is your biggest? Um, because I don't even want to place it as like the one point eight was the thing. But what's your biggest accolade you reached that was like, damn, like um, it, it's you're like, damn, this is crazy. Was it hiring employees? Yeah, it was like finessing the factory. No, that's right. <laughs> the fa- okay, I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the factory. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say that, my that, when you say that, that's a big deal, like. Yeah, and I still, sometimes it's unbelievable, but, man, I drove past that every day. Like, because mm-hmm. I used to live in Inglewood, so the way I would get to my shop. I, I look at that joint all the time, like, coming from my man's house. He stay over in um, Bloomfield or whatever that shit is called. Okay. And so it's right across from Speedway, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, when I seen it, I'm like, I just wondering what the fuck that is. You know, we look at shit as, like, factory right. status. We could put a green screen, you know, psych yeah. wall and shit like yeah. that. So yeah, you had your eyes on like some shit. Yeah, I drove past it every day and I got I share my Facebook memories all the time because it was real time. Like mm-hmm. people be like, everything you said happened. Man, I was being obedient and I was putting in the work. Like that's how it happened. But I remember writing up on my whiteboard like on the ten thousand square foot warehouse. Then I'm like, no. 
20,000 square foot warehouse mm. by 2020. Big fucking like, difference. Yeah, like, so I would drive. I lived in Inglewood over there by, like, Taywood. And to get to this side of town, I'll come down the back way, and I'll drive past that warehouse every day. That's a uh, Denlinger. Yep, so Denlinger. You, had, you had a vision board? No, nah, I don't I don't. I don't believe in vision boards. Okay. Uh, That's what I was going to ask you. Because I don't believe in that. Like, because your destiny is your destiny. That Nothing that a magazine clipping isn't going to change your destiny. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then a lot of people are starting businesses that aren't even, like, sustainable. Like, mm. people are going to grow out of wearing leggings. People are going to grow, like. That's true. Who are you going to market to? Like, <laughs> like. Nah, that's G shit, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. you. I built a sustainable business. Yeah. Everybody needs hair products. Mm-hmm. You're an asset. Yeah, yeah, homeless people use hair products. Yeah, that's true. All races use hair products. I could take the Afro woman off of here and market this to a whole different demographic. Indian bead, whatever. I can literally, yeah. I can have, I can have imagery created and market to anybody that I want to. That's real. Which sounds like a, a future move that you probably gonna do. Who knows? Um, Would you say you international? I am. All right. Yep. So I uh, know that. <laughs> like it's like. The warehouse been driving past that every single day, and the sign was up. It said for sale or for lease. I'm like, I'm not about to lease that shit. Like, I just called, like, hey, what's up? Y'all selling this for how much? Mm-hmm. First lady, like four hundred eighty five thousand. I'm like, yeah. I said, what's wrong with it? Like, so they let us go in. I toured it. It was it's, it was a lot of issues. It took a lot of money to get that, and I still got work to do on that warehouse. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I, when I stood in there, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, and everybody like, I don't think you should do this. I'm like, I'm doing this shit. That's what I love. I'm doing it. It'd it be a feeling I get when it's like, where I'm pushing forward no matter yeah. how how big the bite look. It's like, nigga, this shit yeah. don't work. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to make it work regardless. Yeah. Yeah. You producing out of there yet? Yeah, yeah. We've been oh, yeah. producing out of there for two years now. Oh damn! I'm, I'm sorry. I just met you. So sorry. That's, yeah. the, my, See, my question is okay, okay. I got more work to do because there's no way you shouldn't know me. Yeah, no, it, hometown it, hero type. Man. No, I mean, but no, like, yeah, respectfully. It's, yeah, respectfully. Like it's not like nothing that, like that right. at all. But I guess where my mental being like, like, well, I live in Atlanta too. Okay, so like my mind be on my photography, my yeah. podcast, and there, and I don't need edge control. Not like. That's not where like you probably not checking for the latest like rapper in the city or whatever case is. So (laughs) I'm not checking for the latest like edge control. It's a whole different thing. So it's a respectful thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So me asking you this is becoming a a aware of you and just you know bigging you up because I I love the back end story of it though. And I know Dre Dre put me on on place with it for like nah you gotta like talk to her though. Yeah. So, and, you know, I mean, and I love these conversations. I'm learning a lot from you, though. And it, it's, you. it's just dope Jill's to see it, though. Yeah. Sure. I, if, and, and if anything, I feel like in, like in our own different fields, we all we both is like like a hometown heroes. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I got, I'm got i blessed to have a good a background of a name that people can be like, oh, you know, Peso this and that. Yeah. Even though I was getting tagged in hood shit with you or. I mean, it was more than that, though. It was music videos, but... Yeah, but it's it's been way more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying that's that's when I first, like, 
Sí. Nah, sí. <laughs> but nah, but if like if people know me, that they, they you know I've been blessed with some some great opportunities, yeah. which is why I chose to do this platform. You know, I come from a you know not like a background like yours, but just shit. I didn't. I've been through some shit and just didn't quit. Yeah, and that's why I love your story with it though. So Thank you. I'm glad that we got that. Uh, Weird shit out the way. Yeah. It ain't weird or nothing. No. It ain't. Yeah. Um, man, they, we, they got, they got, they, I ended up getting that warehouse for 386, I believe, or 385 or something like that. And the original was 45. They wanted almost, like, I feel like they wanted almost a half a million dollars for that warehouse, but the equity in it, like, if y'all don't know, like, they really about to redo Trotwood. Mm-hmm. Like, they, them stores that's closing, them people is holding out on selling that land because, like, okay, behind my shop, it's about to be a Planet Fitness in Chipotle. Like, gentrification. Oh, really? Is, yes, gentrification is literally happening right before our eyes, and we don't even know it. I mean, it's been happening in, in you know, downtown Dayton alone, but, like, me being, I was born and raised in Trotwood. Mm-hmm. So I literally remember Trotwood is, like, the shit. Yeah. It was Everything. Everything was And I literally seen Consumer Square closed down and thank God for Honey Baked Ham still being there and Chase Bank type shit. All that shit's about to come. uh, It's all about to come back. They're about to build that stuff back up. It's like, uh, like, I feel like the people that sold me the warehouse is kind of salty because it's like, it's it's worth so much. I didn't really pay nothing for it. Like, It'll but, be paid in full. I I think I got a year and a half left before it's like. Did they know about Charwood like about to, about to be building up the way it did? It's about to be like one. I think once we closed, I think it was like a situation where. I don't think so. I think it was like talks of it, but like it's still early stages. Though, yeah, and it wasn't nobody that they could find that would like. Nobody had a sustainable business that can go into that building. Like, for you to make a purchase like that, you got to, like... Already have it going. And you got to have some money. Like, you can't just go in there and, well, this is what I think I'm going to do. Like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like... Yeah, so... True. And you wouldn't even think, like... I mean, I know it's, like, be, like, hella, like, vandals, buildings like that that people just pass and don't even think of, but... That was something, because that's right in the plaza with the, you got like the Frigidaire or some shit. I think somebody. Yeah, it's like a refrigeration company behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all in that parking lot. Yeah. I I remember Trywood. They used to be Builder Square. That's what they used to be, that brown building behind me. But, like, the city, like, the police and all that, they be coming and, oh, my God, we love what you're doing, like. Trotwood, I don't say the mayor so much, but like the citizens of Trotwood, like are supporting me. Cause and we love that shit. Yeah, we so, remember, man. We had Applebee's, a mall, and uh, Applebee's was a shit back in like the nineties, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just remember like I shit. It, that first, bro. Big up, it's just some childhood <laughs> shit. I could bring up old yeah. country buffet, like nigga, we had, we had yeah. all, bro, cut foods. Like we used to, that was it, bro. Saturdays was a whole thing in Trotwood. Yeah. So nah, that that's dope though, just to bring that awareness back to the to to the city alone too, and just hiring for, the people in the city. Because That's all these lie. all these flexors that be on social media, like they just get so much money. Like, okay, what is you doing for your people though? On, That's man. like the real flex. That's the like, real flex. Like my, I'm not paying my people eight dollars an hour, ten dollars an hour. Like I'm paying like 
real life salaries for people to, you know, work and build this with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like my W twos came in. And it was like thirty eight W twos. I'm like, damn. So I kept this motherfucker alive, man. Like thirty eight people, like, <laughs> like. But it's like it's a beautiful thing. Like I feel like the most I gave it to me because he know I'm gonna do right by it. Like it, it, it seemed like it don't get overwhelming to you. Oh yes, it does. It seemed like you know how to handle it. I right? do know how to handle it. I do know how to handle it because. Man, the only way the only way you be worried is if you out here doing dirt. Like if you out here moving funny, like that's Ooh, the that only shit way. hit like a punchline. That's <laughs> yeah, that's the only shit. way that you be like worry, worry. Like I be like, okay, like this bottle filler that I got. <laughs> we didn't know how to connect it. Like we got orders that we gotta fill, but they bought so much shit. It's like yeah. I'm like, we gotta find a, a way to produce this uh faster or whatever. I'm like Okay, I got this machine, but don't nobody know how to work it. They didn't send instructions. So all day at work, I'm like, Type I'm shit. like, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah. you going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I'm about to pull up in the parking lot here. I'm like, y'all need to send me instructions because y'all messing up my production. Like, mm-hmm. And I walk in here like, hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing? Not uh, fact, you yeah. yeah. like, But it's like, yeah. the, the only way that you, I don't be worried I, I don't want to use I I be worried, but it ain't that's not the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. It be like I know some shit is happening. I know that there are things that I have to figure out how to to pivot and change and fix or whatever. But like worry, like nah. nah. It, remember, I told it's the same way like directing videos and stuff or just any type of work. Like mm-hmm. when you the when people are looking at you in the midst of it, and it's like damn, she gonna figure out how to do this machine shit. Like you just can't let them see you sweat. Because it's like once the director is stressing and then everybody is like, nigga, papers flying. Like, man, what the fuck? So it just comes down to like keeping your cool of like, all right. But the people that know me. I'm going to cry in the car, but right now. But right now, though, I'm going to give this shit cool. Like, oh, this ain't shit. But people that know me, like, they know when I'm under pressure because I don't talk. Like, I'd be like, mm hmm. Yeah, okay. Like, they be like, uh, you cool? I'm cool. No, you're not. I will be. Like, it's like, uh, everybody give me my space. They know I'm going to figure shit out. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like, y'all can go home, take care of y'all's kids. I'll worry about this shit. I'll figure this shit out. This is my baby. Yeah. Like, y'all just helping me to take care of my baby. Like, but at the end of the day, it's my responsibility. This is my dream. Ain't nobody going to work it like me. Yeah. So, yeah, like... That, that warehouse, having employees, uh, I will say, like, last year, I'll say these past two years, like, I was trying to build my business and help build another business. Do not recommend. <laughs> Do not recommend. You can't make a motherfucker work. Yeah. You, can't, you cannot mm. make them want it. You can't make, you can't give somebody ambition. You it's cannot. It, and at the end of the day, like, people going to use you. And these are the gems that I'm going to give, Okay. People going to use you for what they can. And once they figure out they can't use you no more, mm. like, they going to drag your fucking name through the mud. Like, mm. once you get hit, like, okay, you ever caught somebody cheating? You ever went through a girl phone? When they went through yes, phone? yes, 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 yes. And then yes, she yes. flipped it on you like, nigga, what the fuck you walked to my phone yes, for? Yes, yes, yes. Literally what happens in my life. When people get caught in they bullshit, yeah. why the fuck 
me question my phone. Like, no, you. Yeah. You're doing Flip something. Flip it on you, Nothing. yeah. Like, yeah. so it's like, in business, I... I I try to I try to keep my principles, my my morals, and how I treat people. Mm-hmm. I I do that with everybody, but I understand after a lot of bumps that everybody is not me, and everybody's not gonna be me to me. Right. So, um, and all the times that I've had this mentality, like, oh, if I'm going, we all going. Everybody mm-hmm. can't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I had to drop players from the team at a super early age with what I'm doing because it gets to the, to me, this is what I realized what, what I, what I was trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. You got to understand a point of like, when you're not like dream chasing no more, like we're living it and other no, people, but other people still be in this factor of like, it's so at, at some point it's not enjoyable as much no more. It's, yeah. it, it's like, damn bro, it's time to tighten up. So just, I under I, it just take a different type of person to really understand like into you know to be blunt with people to cut people off to stop them in their tracks because it just turned into that shit. It's like mm-hmm. like you you can't have no missing components trying to create something that's like like you said sustainable and like it's, it's you. Yeah, everybody got to like, be on the same page. It's everybody. like and then yeah. thinking back like man, man. Man, I want to say I want to say this bitch name, but I ain't gonna say. It, but man, investing housing, what? like fifty. I feel oh. like I might know. It's no fucking way in hell of being in the city. I don't know who you talking about. We ain't gonna you say talk about it on camera. Yeah, off camera. I'm because I'm curious though, because there's so many. Girls yeah. who try who do what? <laughs> she thinking about being married. That's what it is. <laughs> Yo, hey, this is hey. Look, I edit this pod so I can delete whatever I want. I'm gonna so. fucking say it. Hey, I ain't got to delete. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna keep it. Like, we're gonna give up. You know what I mean? Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna, keep, we're gonna keep it positive. We keep we're it positive. Positive. Uh, investing into other brands and yeah, shit. Man, I need to claim these bitches on my taxes. Only reason I don't want her to say it because I'm gonna want to dive into it. We'll do that. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be another one. You don't want to dive into it, okay? You know, I mean, I want to dive into it, but not on camera. But you okay, know. we can do it off camera. So, but- <laughs> uh, boom. Oh, I forgot to add with the girl that I kicked out of my shop and went and signed the NDA. We ended up meeting back up or whatever, and she like, oh, I want to be your friend. I'm like, okay, girl. We got to understand it. Yeah. I done hired her family. I done broke my motherfucking leg. As soon, everybody everybody knew before they came in because, okay, you fooled me once, shame on me. Fool me yeah. twice, shame on you. I mean, shame, well, you know the saying, yeah. whatever. So I, I was dealing with her with caution, mm-hmm. and I told my warehouse, because uh, my husband, my uh, brother-in-law, my little brother, they run my warehouse. Yeah. I'm like, they not allowed... Her mama and daddy ain't allowed to watch production. Mm. Like, they could package orders, but yeah. they not allowed to watch y'all make anything. Curate it, yeah. Yeah, day one, the daddy is literally, what y'all making? What's that? Like, bro, like, go over there. Relax, like, my G. Yeah. So that was it. I said they started, like, September. And she was trying to get all her family in. I'm like, hold on. I can't What's hire this many people. Yeah. Like, let's do a little bit at a time, and I'll hire as needed. But they can't be... My family and your family in here. Right, like, right, right. So we, um, mm, 
We got into the car accident on November 21st. Like, we coming home from Disney. Like, had the best time of our lives. Mm-hmm. And this old lady, probably like 65 years old. Have you been in my house before? Mm-hmm. Been in my house. Okay, so I live... I live in a place where there's a hill that you go <laughs> down. Like going to my house, I'm going downhill, but people coming, they come in uphill. Okay. Yeah. This I'm on my phone. I'm like, like, and I look up, like, oh shit. This lady done veered into our lane and hit us head on at like 60 miles an hour. No fucking way. That's crazy. So we in a ditch, and when I came to, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. Like okay, my this leg was a V, like it was like a this was dented all the way in. My oh. knee was over here, like because when I ride in a car, I sit like this, like yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at your leg, like mm-hmm. I probably would. Yeah, throw this up. was a titanium <laughs> ride from my knee to my hip. So uh, I remember I the adrenaline though in a car accident is crazy but people like I, i'm about to tell y'all this because people literally take advantage of me at their worst times of my life mm-hmm. so i'm a uh, i look back i'm like okay my kids is alive i yell at everybody there. i'm like everybody talk right now mm-hmm. so my husband he jumps out of the car i don't even know if he's hurt he just pulling everybody out he came around to me i said i said my motherfucking legs bro that's some crazy. I said, you can't take me out the car. Like, fuck that. Still got mad he adrenaline like, in you, though. Yeah, he's like, I ain't leaving you in the car. I said, I'm just sitting here. I'm going to breathe. I said, call the ambulance. I called my sister. I said, bitch, my leg is broke. I called 911. <laughs> I said, you going to have to get the kids. Uh, man, they, they gave me like five shots of fentanyl. And I still felt it. Like, yeah, they, cut, they had to cut me out the car. They pulled me out the car. And the firefighter, he said, this is about to be the worst pain. That you ever experienced in your life. He said, but I got to get you out this car. Man, they pulled me out. <laughs> Big screams. Man, I was in the hospital for two weeks. They had to reconstruct my leg. And the girl came and did my motherfucking hair while I was in the hospital. And I'm like, oh my God, she loves me. I'm about to say, like. Like, this is so cool. What's Thank her you. motive? Right. It's always a motive. Mm-hmm. So, I was down. I wasn't in my warehouse. I was so in my warehouse. Like this when we first met, I yeah. think. I was I was in my warehouse every single day. Like my warehouse employees was like, stop fucking coming here. Like I yeah. came there like they needed me. But when I got in the accident, I wasn't there. So a lot of shit that was happening, uh-huh. it would not have happened if I was there. So is that why you're saying people take advantage they of you? They take advantage. And so worse. they done found notes. The mama writing notes like this product is produced on this day. This product is produced on this day. And I'm like, it's like some spy shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the girl, she came to the hospital. She had came to my home. Man, if you come to my house, people don't come to my house. I don't let people come in my in my personal space. So that's like the ultimate betrayal. If I've allowed you into my home and you betray me, like, I kind of want to see blood. Nah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's just a whole different type of disrespect to, like, you know, personal space and people still coming with the ulterior motive to try to... Yeah, like, you been plotting on Yeah, 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 trying to figure some shit out, Man, though. she... Out of the blue, I think, like, January, she texted me, like, I don't think we should be friends anymore. I said, okay. Like... Yeah, you in mentioning emotional women compared to emotional men is, like... It makes sense. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's just, like... You just got a lot of... 
unfortunate enemies. Yeah, it's just and crazy. It's, it'd be my fault because I be knowing, but I be giving the benefit of the doubt. I know right off the bat. It never felt in my. Well, husband. if you know, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm hard headed. <laughs> All right, you answered it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah, anybody, ass. anybody I've ever fallen out with, my husband has said that ain't your friend. Mm. That ain't your friend. That person using you. They don't fuck with you like that. But you go against the grain. I'm like, they love me. <laughs> that would never. But you're more right. so of a. Uh, I'm a chance giver. Yeah, you give her. I was gonna say yeah. giver, but chance giver. Yeah, I give chances because I be like. I know how it is for me. I, another way that I am is like, you can't tell me about somebody. I'm going to have my own experience with them. Mm-hmm. So like even that. other people were warning me about them, but I know how people do me. There yeah. are people who have met me in person like, damn, you're not bad. Like, I know. <laughs> but this like, is the, the misconception of what is being spoken about amongst yes, it's like, the Facebook dating community. Yes. So it's Which like, is, it's such a bigger world than Facebook. It's so it's a world outside of Facebook. They're not even making no money being on there. It's crazy. Like dude, you're nah, literally not shit. being paid to do the things that you do. I get paid to be on social media. So oh. it's like, uh, facts. Like they they've never and like never before. But it's like I give you a chance. So I have my own reason why I don't fuck with you. I ain't gonna not fuck with you because somebody else told me not to fuck with you. Like yeah. that's just not my mo. Yeah. So people, I always heard stories like, "Oh, this person did this to them." And I said, "Well, they ain't done it to me." So, you know, but just let my guard down, stupid shit. But man, I ended up getting an attorney and everything, and I ended up backing out of like suing them because I'm like, they ain't even doing shit. Like it ain't. Yeah. I was it's gonna spend that, more yeah, money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like you ain't even making the amount of money I'm about to spend on an attorney to get you out of like. You know, but they signed non-disclosures. Uh, they signed non-competes. If anything, what was crazy is the 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 young lady, uh, her her mate ended up releasing a shampoo that was literally the ingredients of my kid shampoo. So, <laughs> how, how did you handle? <laughs> that's where that's where I was gonna sue, but I'm like, my attorney he liked Jericho. Okay, you move twenty thousand to three hundred thousand units of a product. They move twenty. I said, okay. I'm gonna let y'all live. Okay. I'm gonna let y'all live. Okay. Fuck it. Everything gonna come back on you. It's all. It's all gonna come back. So I let that die. I Mm -hmm. let it go. Um, When did so? So in 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 sometimes of like people that's trying to mimic your shit, you. See it as being flattering sometimes. Not from dating. <laughs> nah, it be the shit that they be saying. Like, okay, it's one girl. Mm. Am I gonna say her name? Y'all know. Everybody know. She's like my sworn enemy. We're like fucking Peter and the chicken. But it's like she was making hair products. Before she made hair products, she called me, and this was like 2017. And we was cool. We was going to Bible study together. Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, period. She like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, she called me. And she like, yeah, you cold on the hair for real. She like, but you slept on. I'm like, yeah. She like, yeah, I want to make some hair products. But, like, I don't even know where to start. So I'm my dumb ass. I'm like, oh, you start here. Here, here, here. She like, yeah, yeah because you're not popular. People not really going to buy your shit. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, all right, sorry. So uh, she was, I was giving her places to get oils and everything. That growth oil that she sells, like I gave her the plug for that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any more questions? Nah, I'm about to say we 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 gonna wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, damn. So my end my end question, which you answered it three or four times. So if you want to reiterate it or whatever come to mind, okay. I ask everybody, what is a good quote or a piece of advice that you live off of? Hustle until you no longer have to introduce yourself. Why they hit so deep? That just hit me out. Because, like. No. like Thinking back, like, man, the shirt that I wore when I was going to sell edge control to them shops or trying to get them to, like, get my edge control, like, it said hustle until you no longer have to introduce yourself. So mm-hmm. it was a point in time where I had to say, hey, my name is Jerrica. Yeah. I sell hair products. Now, yeah. what a edge control lady. Yeah, fast. Like, I hustled. There was nobody that promoted me. I don't have a, a inner circle. I'm not known. I'm not popular. Like, yeah. and. Everybody that looks good on social media and they get that five to two thousand likes on their pictures and all that <laughs> shit and half naked and you know Sick, that's all yeah, they have. That shit, yeah. It's literally all they have. So now I mean you no still substance. gotta Yeah, like yeah. you have no substance. And right. here I am with y'all's hating asses, beautiful family, mm-hmm. lots of children, mm-hmm. all of my edges. Mm-hmm. Um and, I own the 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 land and the building that my business is housed in. You know what I mean? uh, Got the dopest team. I literally, dopest team. And I literally do not have to introduce myself anywhere that I go. That's yeah, lie. Yeah. I literally have to ask people, like, don't say, don't say, Jerrica, bruh. Yeah. I just want to be in here. Like, nice. I don't get to go nowhere without. And it's awkward sometimes when people be like, oh my God, it's you. Like, yeah. it's the regular me. Like, so that's a blessing though. You, yeah. I mean, I, I would say in, like you said, respectfully, cause we already talked about it, but just meeting you as a fresh person and who you are and hearing your backstory, like you absolutely deserve it. Bro. Oh, thank you so much. Like you actually meet somebody that's not being biased and shit. I didn't know about none of the hate, none of your history, right. nothing like just you as a casual good person and fucking with my mans and how he speak on you. I'm like, Oh, she's saying cool as shit. Like it work. <laughs> But nah, um, yeah. Period. But I appreciate you. Um, and keep building. Thank you. I yeah. Will. All right. Shouts out to Dre. Shot this piece and this together too. By the way, my okay. G. Uh, this is Dreamer Welcome Podcast. Y'all keep on dreaming. We out this bitch. Dreamers Welcome Podcast.